Five on five in five. It is Monday, November the 20th, Thanksgiving week. So I'm sure people shuddered about all the things they have to do in the next few days because we will all be quite busy leading up to uh, fun with families. Fletcher, Kelly, Stephen here with you once again. It's so overwhelming. <laughs> it's and I lot. also just remembered, as you said that, that my nephew's birthday is in like two days. So wow. Amazon. Nice, nice little double whammy. <laughs> Amazon. Amazon. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, crazy week. Crazy 10 days, really. It goes kind of from now until the end of next weekend. Um, And we are talking about the forecast as well. Changes there are coming. So just be mindful of that, especially as you're getting ready to head out. So the rain will likely move in later today um, in the afternoon and then start to really pick up as we get into tomorrow morning. So that's where uh, that is going to play in. Be ready for it. Be mindful of it. And know that things are not going to be moving as smoothly on the roads, potentially, as they have the last... It's been a while. We've had really nice weather lately, so that's that's been nice. Um, and this kind of also course corrects our weather. Um, we're 50s, 40s, low lows overnight, you know, cold as well. Um, but this is where we should be this time of the year, so that makes sense. We knew this cold front was coming, uh, and thankfully it's not as cold as they were potentially looking at, so we will take it. Um, but yes, please be ready for that again with travel, whether it is flight travel road travel be ready for a little bit of weather um thankfully it's not worse it's just rain so that's good news yes it could always be way worse a few degrees south and we'd be talking about a whole different story so randy will have our uh in-depth forecast tomorrow so make sure you join us on news five today tomorrow so we'll get you all out the door whether you leave on tuesday or wednesday as well but let's talk about our headlines for today fletcher What do we have up first? Yes, our first story this morning. The country continues to be in mourning. Uh, Former First Lady Rosalind Carter has died at the age of 96, dying yesterday in her home. Obviously, Rosalind and Jimmy Carter have, you know, made headlines lately for their ages and, you know, their health conditions at that point. Uh, But we did learn that uh, she had gone into hospice over the weekend. And then on Sunday, she died peacefully in her Plains, Georgia home. So uh, she had entered hospice on Friday and doesn't sound like she was there very long. Now, she's not only known for being the first lady, she was an active um, philanthropist, such Causes as mental illness, homelessness, human rights, affordable housing, testifying before Congress for the Mental Health Systems Act in 1979, and launching the Rosalind Carter Symposium on Mental Health Policy in 1985. And, you know, you realize, kind of look back, that was very groundbreaking at the time. Even now, it's still kind of a taboo conversation. So uh, really a huge effort by her to continue that conversation or really start that conversation as uh, a national conversation. And she and Jimmy Carter, the 39th president, they were married for 77 years. The longest marriage between a presidential couple in history. And they're, they're rivaling more than just presidential couples. That's that's a long time. Absolutely. And uh, President Carter himself, also in hospice care, has some very nice comments about his uh, his wife at, the t- at uh, that pass yesterday. Yes. Uh, as a native Georgian, a little tough. I have never been in the same room as Rosalind Carter. Um, my parents did go hear them teach Sunday school, him and Jimmy, that's very Jimmy cool. Carter very teach cool. Sunday school several years ago down in Plains and have been to Plains. So that's my Jimmy Carter connection there. Um, but yes, as a native Georgian, uh, sad news and the country continuing to mourn her um, throughout the day. All right, uh, our second story this morning, bringing it back locally uh, here to the greater Cincinnati area. A Claremont County father accused of killing his three young sons is expected back in court later this morning. Yes, this is the case we will all continue to follow until 
the very end. I remember the day it happened. I remember being um, on the set when he had made his first court appearance. And I remember being out there at the house uh, the day after all of this went down. We're talking about Chad Dorman accused of shooting and killing his three young sons, age three, four, and seven. This happened back in June. He also is accused of shooting and injuring his wife as well. But today is going to be in court 34 motions today, followed by the defense, including hopefully what they're hoping for is asking for potential jurors to be questioned on the publicity of this case, as well as asking for photos of the three children and emotional witness testimony to be excluded from the case. All right, Karen Johnson, she will be in the courtroom today and bringing us all the details of what happens, what will the judge allow, not allow. Um, I think there's a change of venue request in there as well, but it's a, a very unemotional trial. I think a lot of people connected to it immediately, especially when we first saw the pictures of those three little boys all smiling, just beginning their lives. The community stepping up in a big way, talking about how much they love baseball and love just being kids. And um, unfortunately, they are no longer with us. But we'll stay on top of the uh, Dorman case as it moves forward. Yes, so we'll have that uh, court date today. The full trial, expected to last about a month, is uh, slated to begin in July of next year. Our third story this morning, a bit of a looking ahead to what uh, WLWT will bring you later tonight on air at our 6 o'clock show. Jeter McGee is going to bring you what has been a months-long investigation into the uh, amount of rising youth violence in the region. It's it's looking ahead, but it's also looking at what is happening right now, very much so. Um, Jatera is a person who is very well connected um, with the different offices in this community on numbers, responses, how to make a change. And she has talked with these people about the youth violence that has gone on in our community for months now because she has to cover it, but then also looking at it as a, okay, like what's happening here and how can we, how can we stop this? So we're seeing victims and suspects and deadly shootings that are barely teenagers, sometimes less than that. And Jatera examines why the kids are, you know, the kids getting caught up in this, what happens to them, speaking directly to city leaders, what did they have to say? She's got some crazy video that circulates on social media, not like the access that she has to that is incredible of, you know, how does social media even play a role in this of what kids think is normal or what they think is cool. Um, it's a, a really interesting conversation. She put a lot of work into that. So make sure you tune in tonight at six o'clock. Our fourth story this morning, it's mating season for wild deer, which could mean trouble, especially if you have pets that you like. You let roam around the front back areas of your house. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, we had a, a very unique story. A deer park woman, she just you know, let her dog out like any of us would be letting our pups out. But unfortunately, there was a large, aggressive buck, a deer, uh, in their yard. And the, I'm sure the dog was barking. The deer probably got spooked, but it, the deer was also doing deer things for this time of year for deers and it actually attacked the dog and paling the dog with a good eight inch puncture which is terrifying we heard the audio of the dog in <clears throat> some severe pain which we it, be warned if you uh, seek out the video because it's very tough to hear but odnr says like run-ins like this they are rare but sometimes these deer do get aggressive towards pets and can potentially become aggressive towards people so give them their space if you see them especially this time of year we've seen them on the roads we see them on the fields but um the dog obi We'll be okay. That is the good news here. But this is just kind of a general warning that as rare as this is to happen, it can happen this time of year. Yeah, and if uh, maybe you don't want to go out and seek that sound, but there is some ring video footage of it's the big deer, deer on Very the big deer. property, huge deer. Uh, you can check out that video over on our website at WLWT.com. Rounding us out this morning, the ads have already begun as the extended Black Friday holiday is upon us with it being Thanksgiving week, of course. Shop. 
till you drop. Um, People do be shopping. I, yeah. <laughs> I need to get my life in order. Um, but here's the thing. We talked about this this morning. Um, if you can, shop local. I know we talk about this every year, but truly, like, there are some incredible places around here that have exactly what you need, and it's, you know, you walk home with it. Like, you don't have to pay shipping. You don't have to worry about crazy returns. It's all in your backyard. You don't have so. to worry about someone in your house seeing the package labeled. Be like, oh, that's what I asked for, and that's what I'm getting. Absolutely. <laughs> so, um, OTR, Chamber of Commerce, kicking off its holiday hop shopping season today. So, if you want to get a jump start on it, maybe you have the days off. You've got your food prepped. You're like, ah, I got a little time to spare. Head down. They're going to be uh, talking about their deals. Instead of just one day, like a Black Friday or Cyber Monday, they're kind of offering the weeks of deals. And we also discussed about how important it is for local businesses this time of the year. It can really make or break them um, as far as what their year looks like. Um, and you, you, you don't know until you go into these places the cool things that they have. Like there's a small toy shop near my street. And... I can vouch she, for that toy shop. It's, it's legit. super fun. And she has all like the Melissa and Doug toys. And it's a lot of, you know, wooden toys. Not, most of her stuff doesn't make noise, which is also why I love it because <laughs> I cannot have another loud toy. Uh, but yeah, Stoney's over in Mainstrass. She um, has great stuff. And someone ordered something on Amazon and she was like, by the way, I live down the street and I have that in my store. So um, yeah, just a reminder to check out your local businesses first, maybe before you go buy that on you know, online. Yep. Can't put batteries into most wooden toys. So good there. And, and we were talking thank just the Lord for that. Yeah, we were talking just a couple weeks ago about how uh, economic experts believe people will be spending more this holiday season than last year. So why not uh, head to your favorite local establishment or when you pass by a lot? I know my wife and I are guilty of this. We'll pass by something every time we pass by it. Doesn't matter if it's once a month or every day for a week, we'll be like, Hey, we should go there. And then we never wind yeah. up going there. So Maybe make this holiday season go to those places. Yeah, make it a point to do that. All right, that's Fletcher. That's Kelly. I'm Steven. This is 5 on 5 in 5. We'll see you back here tomorrow.